0: It's not like she's asking you to go out.
1: I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what her intentions are. Why is she a friend <laughs> requesting me? That's like that's the first step of this. How was your day?
0: My day was pretty good.
1: Pretty good on a scale of one to ten. Mm. Skill scale, scale of one to ten on a normal day.
0: Normal day. Scale one to 10. Um
1: This is Date Night In episode two. I'm Darren Persinger and I'm joined by my co-host, my wife and my business partner, Catherine. This is our Date Night In. This is a podcast about real estate, money, marriage, family, and just making time for each other. In this episode, we talk about getting back to a little bit of normalcy in our business, why I'm so weird about social media, and watching shows together, why we don't. So grab a drink and join us on our date night in. Six and a half. Scale of uh, one to 10 on a coronavirus day. Seven. You said six and a half? Mm-hmm. So it's just a little bit better that with a coronavirus day.
0: <sighs> I guess.
1: Okay. So what was good about it? Why was it a good day?
0: I showed a couple houses this morning, mm-hmm. wrote an offer. Ooh. That's always good.
1: That's good. We're still doing business. So if anyone asks, what's the real estate
0: market like right now? Yeah. Still doing business. Still doing business buyers. Remember what I used to say about buyers? Buyers buy buyers buy and these are first time buyers. Mm-hmm. So they're excited and they're determined and they're looking for an opportunity. Mm. Yeah. And then I liked it when I came home and Morgan was riding her bike in our living room.
1: (laughs) Not really riding her
0: bike. She was doing a virtual bike ride. Yeah. It was cool though. Yeah. Yeah, and then what else was good?
1: You were able to go and show because we were non-essential and then we became essential, which is weird. Like if you just think about it from the language standpoint, hey, you're non-essential. And then somehow Three days later I feel like we got Like uh were the do you, Did you hear about this story The hockey Guy Who's the Zamboni driver Who got Called up To play Goalie In an NHL game No Yeah I feel like That's kind of what we were Oh you're not essential You're just a Zamboni driver Oh well now We need a goalie
0: Yeah That's kind of how it went Or like being Like In High school on the softball team, I was JV. Yeah. And then I got called up to yeah, play yeah. varsity. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Like right in the middle of the season. Yeah.
1: Somehow you're essential today. You weren't. You weren't three, yesterday. Three days ago, but now you are. All right. So you got out, you showed a house, you three. six, you showed three, you six and two'd. twoed, mm-hmm. six feet, two people in the house at a time.
0: Yep. You have to stay six feet away from them. Yep. Only two people in the house at one time.
1: hmm six, six and two. Yep. Easy to remember.
0: Six and two. And,
1: and they liked one.
0: They liked, they actually liked two.
1: And you already wrote it up?
0: Yep. We picked their favorite one. We wrote that up, submitted it. You already submitted it? Yep. Pretty soon before dinner, I submitted it. When,
1: will, when will we?
0: We'll hear it tomorrow.
1: It wasn't a review date or anything like
0: that? No. Okay. I think that would be kind of silly to do a re- review date right now. Uh. Unless did, it's like two weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're putting it on the market, and then, well, now with the Trump...
0: Yeah, thing, but that was... I need to know the difference between... I don't know
1: the difference. Well. It,
0: did you watch it, or did you hear any I of just, it?
1: No, but I guess there's so many different link, like terminologies, and each state is using its own terminology. like Shelter in place, stay at home, oh. I don't know, keep your distance,
0: What <laughs> Yeah, from what I hear, he just said social distance for another 30 days.
1: Yeah, so what does that mean?
0: But for us, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, that's like, okay, if, if you say social distance for the rest of the year, I can do that. We can, I can get used to that. That's just a new culture. Yeah. Which is probably just beneficial.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: But he's not the one who closed down our restaurants. And he's not the one who... No, that's Jay. Right. Jay did all of it. So I want to hear what Jay has to say. Yeah, we'll find out what Jay says tomorrow.
1: So, all right, congrats. Good for you. Thanks. And that's nice. That feels, that has to feel like a little normal, normalcy. Showing homes, writing offers. It's
0: just some extra hoops. Like the buyer has to get back to work before we can close. So hopefully he can get back to work because he's not essential. Mm. He's not laid off, but. He's not working right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there
1: are some hoops to jump through
0: So the pre-approval is kind of tricky. I bet
1: underwriting is...
0: So frustrated right now.
1: I don't know how they're going to make those decisions. Well, something to think about, and we should talk to Chris about this too this week. I, I texted you guys already about it, but I think we just need to be on the ball, moving, making quick decisions about who's ready to go now, who wants to make some decisions? Because I think this non-essential tag could move back up. And I think if they if they made a the decision to move us one direction, I think it makes it really easy to move us back. Yeah. I think it'd be harder to take it away from a group that was considered essential from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then three days in, they go, we changed our mind, sorry. Mm-hmm. we decided you're non-essential but to move us from non-essential to essential i don't think it's that it would be that hard for them to go we changed our mind you're back to non-essential so we have to talk to the clients the people that are ready to go like if you want to go now it's your window because i think agents well we know agents have been abusing it
0: yeah today actually felt like a good little window of opportunity that mm-hmm. this listing we looked at hasn't really gotten any showings since it's been listed and it might not get any more after this. Well, so another
1: another thought on that that was having when I was talking to Jeff. So I was talking to Jeff on the way back home from pizza to get the pizza. And he was saying Portland's kind of going through the same thing that agents were holding open houses. They're not supposed to be, but someone was able to see like where they're promoting and marketing them. And there's a bunch of people doing that. So like spitting in the face of the idea of this law or mandate, whatever you want to call it. But what I was thinking about as I was pulling in the drive was, okay, maybe we're essential, but everyone else has a stay at home order. How are our buyers able to leave their home and come look at homes? And where do the sellers go when they leave the house?
0: Yeah, I think it's the hardest on sellers. Buyers, did you read the letter though?
1: Yeah, but I don't remember that part. Like that said why a buyer gets to leave even though they have a stay-at-home order. I didn't see that.
0: I mean, it said in there something like realtors can meet with their clients one-on-one.
1: Right. So not, not going to a coffee shop and hanging out. We can't go to a coffee shop anyways. Right. So I feel like they're trying to clarify that. You can't go to the office and meet in an office or...
0: But people can go do essential things, like we can go to a grocery store because that's essential so they're
1: saying buying a home or selling a home that activity itself is essential, so therefore the real estate agent helping them yeah is in it is essential,
0: yeah, okay. I mean, it would be so tough to be a police officer I mean, do they just have a list on them when they pull someone over and right, try right. to enforce this? yeah. Uh, what are you doing out of the house? I'm going to go to the grocery store. Okay, you're good. Yeah. And what are you doing out of the house? I'm going to go look at a home. You can't look at a home. No, no, Jay Inslee said yesterday. I mean, yeah. how do they know what's allowed and what's not? It just seems like that's such a long list of things that is allowed now.
1: Yeah. So that's why I think we have a short, small window. We need to talk to our clients to make sure that they know they're going to do something. Let's go do something. Yeah. Okay. Well, congrats on the offer. Thanks. Do you, what do you think? Odds? Chances?
0: I mean, when I submitted it, we were the only one. Yeah. That's a good sign. Yeah. It's market value. It's not like higher. They're not.
1: So being... there was asking a good price. Mm-hmm. Buyers going okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think chances are good. Congrats. Thanks. I mean, that's
1: good. That, you know, that does, ha- that has to feel good. Like, hey, in the middle of this chaos, you went out, showed homes, and wrote an offer. Mm-hmm. That is.
0: Yeah, it does feel a little bit like normal life.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we got to talk about that then, like just in marketing. So we need to put that word out f- for our other clients, like for sellers. Hey, just so you know, there are some things still taking place. hmm Okay. So along those lines, I asked this question to Morgan before bed. Okay because we haven't really talked to her about this lately, but what are you grateful for and what are you proud of?
0: A comfortable house and family that I enjoy being around. Makes the stay at home order not so bad.
1: Yeah. I can tolerate it. House is tolerable and the people are tolerable. Thanks. Jesse's a little rough though, I think because of his rash.
0: Yeah. He was rough.
1: He was rough today.
0: Today and yesterday. (laughs) Just crying.
1: Crying. Just
0: fussing.
1: Cranky little guy.
0: At least the first half of the day. Yeah. He was rough.
1: How was his rash when you put him to bed? Pretty bad. Is it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. grateful. All right. What are you proud of?
0: What am I proud of? I guess I'm proud that I... Showed homes today and did my very best to maintain uh, social, social distance, distance and six feet and followed all the rules. Mm-hmm. But still did it and wrote an offer.
1: So I'm kind to Jeff about that too. Of all the rules that were laid down, is basically how we've been operating our business for like three years. This idea of not meeting people. Of, not having to do listing presentations in person, like we don't do listing presentations. Mm-hmm. The way the entire way we've set up this business is kind of plays into our hand of how we do things.
0: No open houses. No open no houses. No big deal.
1: Videos.
0: Mm-hmm. Like yeah,
1: this plate. Like the way he's. I feel Jay Inslee was like, you have to do business like Chris, Catherine, and Darren no. Which Should
0: we I, be bragging about that? I mean,
1: a little bit, but I kind of like don't want people... That's a good way to do it. Hey, like, this is actually possible to thrive this way. Don't stress and worry about it. I want everyone, all the agents, to think they still have to sit at open houses and... I know. ...do all that grind. And tough things that don't work and break your spirit down.
0: I know. I do wonder, like, let's say this whole thing lasts for one, let's just say one month or 45 mm-hmm. days, and then we're pretty much back to normal. I wonder how much people will change their activities. they go right back. They'll go right normal. back.
1: Yeah. It's
0: not even just realtors, but like the person who called me today,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Ray. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Ray here. It mm-hmm. was some financial advisor, mm-hmm. Ray, I met mm-hmm. months ago. I don't remember putting his name on my phone. But anyway, he called me and yeah. wanted to. like a zoom call to see if we could network yeah and he's like yeah I just figured out zoom and it's awesome I'm gonna do more meetings like this from now on
1: yeah
0: so I don't know I think people are learning new skills out of necessity right now that maybe they'll continue using Mm
1: mm-hmm
0: but you're right for us we haven't changed much Mm
1: mm-hmm how's your day (sighs) good woke up rough why? I didn't sleep well on that mattress last night. Normally I do, but for some reason I didn't
0: mm.
1: last night. So I had a camp out with Morgan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was just like tight and had to work my way into it. But I think actually going for the little hike with Morgan
0: <laughs>
1: through our virtual forest or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That loosened me up. And so then I decided to work out. Yeah. So then I decided to go for, go work out. That felt, that felt really good. Actually, like it burned off a bunch of nervous energy and gave me positive energy.
0: Hmm, I should try that.
1: So that was a big plus. And then, I mean, Jesse was tough cute, but he's tough today.
0: That's how I was feeling all day yesterday. Yeah. That's why I gave him to you, and I was like, I'm going for a walk, <laughs> bye. And then Morgan was like, I'm coming with. <laughs>
1: <gasps> yeah.
0: Which was fine.
1: Yeah, good for Morgan. I think with the like, if we can keep her going through the obstacle course, give her the bike ride that she can do, go on a we'll little virtual hikes with her, that can burn off some energy, nervous energy for her to get her wiggles out.
0: Yeah, she needs to get those wiggles out.
1: So my day, yeah, I just feel like I, that feels like the biggest thing I accomplished, I guess more phone calls. Just to, I'm on the phone a lot right now, which I don't mind.
0: Have you friend requested anyone?
1: No. How do you, how do you decide who to friend with? Request and Facebook suggests people sometimes. Yeah. But I don't really know them. Like I kind of maybe know them. Or I. I mean, how do you decide when to? How do you decide? I don't know.
0: I guess it's easier right after you meet someone yeah. for the first time.
1: So is the appropriate thing, when you meet. Shouldn't you? I feel like this is me showing my age on this. I feel like there should be an etiquette to this. I feel that it would be appropriate when you're in the conversation to ask for the friend request or, hey, I'm going to send you a friend request. Before, like, you getting it two days later feels a little weird. Does it? I don't know, I'm asking you, what is the protocol? What's etiquette for this?
0: Well, getting a, first of all, getting a friend request a day or two after meeting someone doesn't feel weird to me.
1: Here's how it feels to me. We didn't exchange numbers or contact information, and there was a reason why. Why did you search me out?
0: Yeah, you gotta get over that. I mean, especially when like, let's say you're at an event with yeah. like, I don't know, Ten people.
1: Yeah,
0: which you're not supposed to do right now. <laughs> so let's say this was, this is way off into the future. Yeah, or way off in the distant past. Okay, you're at an event mm-hmm. with just let's say ten people. Right, right. And then mm-hmm. one of those ten people uh-huh. posts a picture, and like, some of the people that were at the event are tagged in it. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I can see what you're saying.
0: Then you're on Facebook and right. whether you are or you're not one of the people who's in that photo, yeah. you're friends with that person on Facebook. You see the picture up here. Uh-huh. You like it and then you comment, oh, it was so fun. Thanks for inviting me to that thing the yeah. other night. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I met that girl. She was nice or for you. I met that guy. We talked. We had an interesting conversation. And then the night ended and I... Didn't exchange contact information, but here he is on Facebook, friend request.
1: Okay. So that's, I mean, that's one way, but you know my, like, like, you know my (laughs) propensity of at school, I won't even talk to the moms. So Um, like, I will never friend request a female. Right. Like that feels way out of bounds.
0: What if a female friend requested you? A random female? No. One of the moms, let's say.
1: Ooh, a mom from school? Yeah. That feels.
0: What if I introduced you and you met her husband too?
1: I'd, I'd, I'd want to be friends with the husband first.
0: On Facebook? On
1: Facebook. And then I would, br- i bring it up to you. Like, hey, <laughs> so-and-so, what? <laughs>
0: It's not like she's asking you to go out.
1: I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what her intentions are. Why is she a friend (laughs) requesting me? That's like, that's the first step of this. You. Okay. An affair doesn't just happen out of nowhere. Those things happen because (laughs) someone took a first inappropriate step.
0: Well, how are you friends with so many females on Facebook?
1: Well, a lot of them aren't at a school thing.
0: Okay, what makes school so much different? Well, it feels. Isn't it? Isn't it somehow more appropriate that it's at school? Because if it's a mom at school, she probably knows me and uh, my daughter.
1: No. R- right. Our so daughter. it feels personal. Where it, I think if you go through any females that are um, friends with on Facebook, they're probably all professional. Okay. Yeah. They're work related.
0: So there goes. Any example I was going to throw at you? Yeah, sorry. Like, I, think oh, what about- the, I
1: think through these things. I mean, just overall, I feel like there's, this is one thing that whether this generation or the next generation, because maybe they've grown up with it, mm-hmm. that they need to figure out. And you know how mm-hmm. in public there's certain manners, and sure, we're getting away from manners and respect in public. Uh-huh. Although I like that in that parenting book. Yeah. She talks about that, of manners. Presence. Parenting with presence. Manners are not a thing of the past or for wealthy people. Everyone can have manners and respect and be polite. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think we've identified what is the appropriate manners and etiquette online. How are you supposed to behave and interact? It's just kind of medieval times. You just are doing whatever and saying whatever. I think there needs some to be some appropriate protocols in place. Like when you're, you know, before all the corona stuff went down, you'd hold the door open for someone that was being polite.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like there's got to be a virtual, digital, something that's relative to that. Or you don't go out for happy hour with a person of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. That probably wouldn't be appropriate, like if you're both married. Right. You probably don't do that. Yeah,
0: there's no etiquette books or etiquette class on... But
1: what about messaging, like private messaging, right. digital, like uh, UDM? Right. That doesn't seem very appropriate to me. Right. But isn't that very kind of on the same level?
0: Well, I think we're relying a lot on feelings,
1: my what feelings are that don't ever I know I never what know what feels
0: right um, and oh. I think I think mm. you and me are pretty good about not doing certain things, like like um that guy I knew like fifteen years ago, yeah, yeah. who called me, who right. Facebook called me, yeah, like late at night, yeah, recently once was weird enough, and then I didn't answer, and he called me again, yeah.
1: That seems inappropriate to me. Yeah. Because what if that was like in real life, like let's say we're at a bar, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's it's him trying to talk to you. Like that's a punch in the face from me.
0: Well, and obviously I'm married. I'm not hiding it on Facebook. If he's calling you
1: via Facebook, he knows that you're married. He sees statuses of you with the and children. And
0: late at night. Yeah. He has to this know is, I'm probably in bed with my husband.
1: It just doesn't seem like we've identified what's the protocol was proper etiquette. And someone, I'm not the person to come up with that. I'm just operating off of my own playbook, my own rule book right yeah. now. And... I carry some of the idea like, would what's the equivalent of this in real life? Would yeah, I do like, this? No. Like I
0: commenting on somebody's post feels very appropriate. It's appropriate because that's public. like, okay, we're at some public event. Yeah, we're at a wedding. We're all seeing each other. You're telling
1: me a story. I find yeah. it enjoyable. I go, yeah. ha ha ha. Yeah. You're entertaining.
0: Yeah, but, but if later, if
1: she's over at the wine bar getting a glass of wine, and then I sneak over there, and I'm like. I really did think that was pretty
0: funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That, you know, like I'm sliding into the DM then. Yeah. That's not right.
0: Yeah, that's how that feels. Right. But even then, at the wedding, Yeah. this fake wedding we're talking yeah, about, yeah. that would seem weird. But you're still in that public place. So that's still somehow, I think, a little like bit.
1: If you're like whispering it, if you're off on the side, whispering like, hey. That you can do some whispering in public.
0: I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's more, I'm trying to think of the equivalent because the equivalent I'm trying to think of is more like after.
1: But there is no complete straight up parallels. And that's the
0: the problem. Yeah. So then, okay. So that's DMing. What else is there?
1: Yeah, so I don't know how we got onto that topic at all, but I think you asked friend me if I friend requested. Requested. Yeah. <laughs> So have No, I told you. I okay. just see like Facebook.
0: And then you're suggests. like, nope, I'm, I'm married.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Facebook just feels bad at recommending who I should be friends with. It's like Facebook is a really bad, pushy friend of, hey, be friends with this person. No, I'm not. I don't think I should be.
0: I want to go through. I want to look at how some of the friends I've added recently. Mm -hmm. see all friends. Let's see recent. Oh, no friends to show. Okay, never mind. That would have been fun. You can't tell. See, I have this thing right here, all Mm -hmm. or recent.
1: Okay, you have no recent friends.
0: So here's one I just added, and I won't say the name. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's a seller we've been talking to for the mm-hmm. last y- year and two months or so. Okay. I friend requested her.
1: So you just like looked her
0: up? No, I, well, she was like, and sometimes I think a random Facebook friend request is okay because she she was in my people you may know. I think sometimes that's just how it goes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll work on that. It's, it's only been a
0: couple days. This girl friend requested me because mm-hmm. I met her at Casey's house. This is my buyer from like three years ago. My friend requested him because we helped his mm-hmm. sister-in-law. So
1: like that, I don't think, <clears throat> I don't think I'm friends with her.
0: Who? Her. I requested her right after the chamber gala.
1: Yeah, I'm not friends. I'm not friends with her.
0: Yeah. Okay, so would, how would that feel to friend request her?
1: I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
0: Do you think you should ask?
1: I would definitely need to go. Her ask. husband. Yes. What is that? But what, then he'd does, go.
0: Well, I'm friends with your wife.
1: I know, <laughs> but I have. I understand why he would be. But how long have you guys been friends too?
0: Eleven years
1: really on facebook uh-huh. you guys have been friends 11 years probably i mean that makes sense maybe 10. i would definitely go ask or like say hey just so you know i'm going to send a friend request or maybe i would like put it on him to put it on her hey i think does this <laughs> make what does this
0: i i don't know i'm trying to figure that out like really old-fashioned does it
1: make me sound like old and sexist like oh i need a He's
0: your husband mike pence. Needs, oh no um i yeah, think it's mike pence. mike pence
1: your husband needs to okay <laughs> does that make me just sound really sexist yeah oh i don't mind i'm okay with that if you think i'm sexist for not for request requesting married women (laughs) it even feels uncomfortable to say like i'm gonna friend request a married woman on facebook i don't even like the way that feels as i say it
0: well there was this thing a few months ago where i helped some first-time buyers buy a house Mm -hmm. and then like soon after the transaction closed i friend requested the wife Mm -hmm. and i was about to request the husband and then i just didn't i was like "Eh, i don't feel quite right about that for some reason
1: now what do you what do you do on Instagram? Is it you follow somebody? Yeah. For some reason I'm more okay following someone.
0: Huh, let's let's
1: although that sounds creepy when you say it like
0: <laughs> I'm more okay just looking at their pictures.
1: Well, for example, I think I follow Holly. I'm thinking mm. about Holly specifically here. But I don't even know actually I don't know if I follow Holly. I might follow her painting. Her paintings, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm old fashioned She doesn't and
0: have a Instagram anymore.
1: Okay, there you go. Yeah. I think it's just her paintings. But her husband
0: doesn't have
1: it. Any social media, yeah.
0: Do you so, feel bad that you didn't ask his permission?
1: <laughs> to follow his her his wife's paintings. <laughs> Instagram
0: I mean what would he say if you sent him a text and said is it okay if I follow your wife on Instagram
1: am I weird for thinking like you know I think this way I think this is the most in-depth we've talked about it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like we kind of I think you either you ignore it or brush it off like we never dive below the surface of why i'm so weird with my certain social media behavior about this uh-huh. but that we're getting to the bottom of it i really connected to the same thing as like what would i do in real life here yeah so if that makes me sound old-fashioned and sexist so be it Because no, the number one thing I care about is like how will you feel about something? Uh-huh. How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel insecure about anything? Is there anything that I'm doing online or offline would make that would make you feel insecure? And then secondly, yeah, I'm not sure why it would be like I think if you go through all of my um, friends on Facebook that are female, it's. 85% of them are going to be professional or, relationships. Or
0: they live in Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, they're like old old high school, college
0: friends. Uh-huh.
1: Or friends of family type of stuff.
0: I mean, that's that's good. That's one thing I've never had to worry about with you. It's feeling jealous or insecure about
1: do you think that's why you like catfish so much is that it was so outside of your world? Like could you could you imagine that happening?
0: Yeah, I could I could imagine it, but it was it was a stretch. Yeah. It was just so fascinating. Like this person thought they had a fiance or a serious yeah. girlfriend or boyfriend who just doesn't exist. Yeah. It's sh- it shouldn't be shocking. But to them it's shocking. And to put myself in their shoes, it would have to feel like they had just experienced a death. Mm. Like okay, this person I loved just doesn't exist. Uh
1: huh. Hmm. The first thought that pops into my head when you say that is Matthew Hussey. So this is weird. I understand the complexities of me. Because I follow dating coaches. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I have this very strict code of how I operate online also with things like that. Yeah. But it made me think of Matthew Hussey talking about when you break, if you break up with someone and they weren't the one, you can't grieve them. You can be disappointed, but you're grieving them in your relationship that didn't really ever exist. Like if you never got into a serious relationship or if you never committed, if they never committed, if you weren't really compatible and they're just like, all right, see you whenever I see you. And then they text you like in two weeks, like, hey, what's up? Been thinking about you. And then you get back together for a little while and then you get mad at them and like, commit to me. And they're like, no, you can't grieve them. Mm hmm. Because that was never real. So stop grieving imaginary
0: you're relationships. Just, yeah, if you're grieving, you're just grieving the idea of. Oh, I thought I had the one. Right.
1: He's like, you can be disappointed, but you can't grieve it because it's not. That's not good for your soul to grieve something that didn't exist.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. What else does your dating coach teach you?
1: A lot. <laughs> Don't make fun of my. I think everyone should have a dating coach, just to remind you. He talks a lot about communication and stuff like that. But he's not the only dating coach. I mean, it's just good communication stuff. All human interaction is communication. doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, friends, friends, families, families, whatever. Uh huh. So anywhere, anywhere you can get communication.
0: Anywhere uh, you can get communication, help, help coaching.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. Speaking of weird things like catfish and dating coaches.
0: You want to talk about Love is Blind?
1: I was going to ask you, Love is Blind or Tiger King?
0: Uh, They're so different. But
1: they're they're so much alike.
0: I don't really get Tiger King. I wish there was
1: a Tiger King, Love is Blind crossover.
0: Yeah, what would that be like? Yeah, Tiger King is just so weird.
1: So I just have one question for you on this. I kind of talked to Jeff about this on the okay too. What is that? Could, do, do you think Tiger King would be what it is without the coronavirus?
0: No. I mean, I don't know. There's always a, it's in the top, what, top 10? Is it the number one thing I on think Netflix? I it
1: might be the number one, or it's in the top three or something like that.
0: No, I don't think it would be as popular because I don't think... People would have as much time to
1: watch and it's, stuff. I think it's so wild. It helps distract. It's so unlike the average person's average day and who they are interacting with. Yeah. They're such characters.
0: I think that's um, what's keeping me entertained, at least. Like, I, want, I do want to watch it tonight. I want to watch the next episode, but the... Main guy just keeps getting weirder. Yeah. So I was
1: kind of telling Jeff, I'm like, we're kind of having a hard time getting into it. Like, we kind of want to watch it because... Everyone's watching
0: everyone's it. Everyone's watching it, and why not? And we want something to watch. Yeah.
1: But I think if it was any other time, I don't think I'd watch it.
0: Right. Yeah, I I don't feel inspired watching it. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, really funny.
1: Love is Blind. We did watch. Yeah, we watched together.
0: Yep. Yeah, that was nice. I think it's just nice to watch something with you. Yeah. Yeah, Love Is Blind. I would you
1: have ever have done a scenario like that?
0: Mm, no. I mean, like back in the day before you, of course. Yeah. I maybe would have done it if it were. If you take the marriage, the proposal out of it. Yeah. I don't want to get proposed or engaged to someone I've never even seen. No, I haven't seen
1: them. Well, that I think that I th- was bringing this up during watching it. It felt a little catfishy to me. That you, like, I think what goes on with catfish is you create an imaginary person on the other side of the screen. Like, they might be saying all the right things, but you multiply it. Mm -hmm. You enhance it because it's your imagination. That's why reading a book is better than watching a movie. You create all of these things in your head, more so that's better than anything you see on the screen. That's Mm
0: -hmm. why people
1: get disappointed when they turn it into a movie. You're like, that's not the character looks like.
0: Right, And you don't maybe realize you're doing it. Yeah. The person's still mysterious, even though you think you know them, so well. Right. Maybe you do, but then you don't know they chew their food really loud until right. like, you have your first meal of that mm-hmm. can you live with that
1: can you live with that for, the for me
0: the answer would be maybe no. they
1: don't pronounce their case when they say breakfast
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well no you could have found that out through the conversation as yeah with as
0: talking to them yeah,
1: yeah that would have been one of my first questions yeah I, I would have so been like
0: how would you ask that I'd be like what's your favorite meal of the day
1: what would you have for breakfast this morning? Just see if they repeat it back, maybe.
0: I don't think they would, though, honestly. If you said to,
1: if I to get date. enough dates with them, they'd eventually say breakfast.
0: Yeah, but you have to find out early, you yeah. don't want to waste lots of dates on them.
1: So, I think Love is Blind enhanced the way people thought, and when you enhance your thoughts about something, it creeps into your feelings so that. Not being able to see, I think, increased the feelings. Actually,
0: yeah, I think whether they realize it or not, they're imagining a really good-looking, attractive, mm-hmm. perfect-looking person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just good show, you know.
1: Interesting concept
0: mm-hmm. with
1: a pretty good success rate. Versus, oh yeah, we don't watch. Uh, what's it? called with The Roses, Bachelor, right? Right. We don't watch any shows like that. But it seems like one out of every four seasons someone gets married.
0: Really? Is that it? Seems like it. I guess I don't pay close enough attention. I don't pay attention
1: to it. But it seems like rarely does someone ever actually propose at the end. And if they do, they don't seem to make it into marriage.
0: I've watched a couple good shows that I wanted you to watch with me. Like the one on Bravo, 30 John. No.
1: I'm not Why? going to do it. Why? I don't know. It just doesn't...
0: It's a true story, and oh, it's I fascinating. I know. And that show made me appreciate you. Oh. That's... I think Love is Blind did, too. I think like a lot of these shows were... Someone's just like a horrible person, <laughs> That's, and I'm like, well, he's not that. There's not horrible.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's not horrible. Thanks, honey. Dead to me. Well, what
0: was that, that about? That's on Netflix. Wait a minute. Well, what one was that? Christina Applegate. I don't remember. I watched that when Jesse was a newborn. Her husband died, and she's having a really hard oh, time. Oh yeah. She meets a friend. Yeah.
1: The friend is crazy or something?
0: Yeah, the friend's, well, the friend's um, just going, you know, she's acting crazy, but she's just going through hard stuff too. And she's, they meet at like a, a grief group. Yeah. And she says her husband or fiance died. But not really. And then you find out he didn't.
1: Was she ever married?
0: Yeah. Well, engaged, I think they were.
1: But she's grieving him. So like in her head.
0: Basically, Bringing yeah.
1: Bringing it full circle back to Matt. I
0: but see. what it was oh. is, yeah, Chris, Christina Applegate, like they get, the two girls get to know each other mm-hmm. pretty well and they have phone conversations because they're like, well, what are we going to do? We're both grieving our dead significant others. Yeah. So talking on the phone a lot. I don't think they're hanging out much, but they're talking on the phone a lot. And then one night Christina Applegate shows up at her house and like, guy answers the door and she's shocked.
1: Then what happens? Uh, don't do any spoilers. Spoiler alerts. Bush probably should have warned people on this.
0: Yeah, all the people who will be listening to this. But there is a pretty interesting spin after that to kind of explain what the he, girl's going through.
1: He does die. They murder him together. Do they really? Spoiler alerts. Do they really?
0: Here's Christine what, Applegate does. She does it. She kills him.
1: Here's what's going through my head right now. Even though we're essential and we don't have as much downtime as we thought we maybe would have, mm-hmm. we're probably going to have more than usual. Yeah. I feel like it's like the guy who doesn't want to go to the opera or ballet with his wife because he doesn't like opera or ballet. hmm <laughs> I feel like I should watch something with you, even though I won't like it. But my my selfishness is, but you never want to watch anything that I want to
0: watch. <laughs> I guess that's true. So
1: I'm like, fine, watch whatever you want, but I'm just going to be over here watching what I want then. Mm, so seems unhealthy. Is, is it being selfish if I go, Is it like petty to go, okay, I'll watch something with you, but you have to watch something with me? Is that petty?
0: Maybe, but maybe not. I mean, I I guess my thing when you're watching Star Trek, I'm like, I could sit down and watch with them, but there's no chance I could pay attention to it. But also the bigger thing is, is this a good use of both of our time? Like if we're gonna watch something together, Neither of us are being productive. So it would make sense if we both like it.
1: So we just stick to like a movie. Like, let's find or a movie. Or something
0: to watch. like Tiger King or. or
1: Love is Blind too They got renewed for two new seasons.
0: Okay. Or Marriage. What's it called? Marriage Rescue. Yeah. Okay. Um, so
1: you're okay with the setup that we have going right now where we don't really watch shows together?
0: We do once in a while when we can find something
1: that we'd both like.
0: hmm okay. It happens.
1: All right. Well, I just, I tried to offer up something there.
0: I don't know. What do you think? Is it important to you for me to watch something with you?
1: No, because I feel like you would ruin it. What do you mean? Your your lack of interest would bum me <laughs> out. Aww. I know you wouldn't. Be interested, or you would end up just being on your phone all the time.
0: (laughs) So, you'd rather me just not be in the room, yeah, 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 (laughs) Yeah, because you need.
1: Because I'm like, my if like my excitement for a show is like a nine and you're like a one, then you're (laughs) bringing me down. And I'm like,
0: I guess that's true. Like, sometimes when I'm watching something kind of trashy, yeah, and you come in the room, yeah, (laughs) I get kind of embarrassed. But you used to watch trashy stuff with me. I know. What I kind of miss that. Like what? Well, I never f- watched Star Trek with you. Um, we used to watch Real Housewives of Orange County.
1: That's basketball. Was, was this
0: then. before? Was, or this after? Was before everything. Before we were married. married
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See. You didn't know so that you... I watched basketball
0: until after <laughs> we were married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought I was going to marry someone who wanted to watch shows with me. Oh! And then we got married and you were like, No, I'll just been here watching Star Trek.
1: Maybe we should have lived together before we got married then. Because well, that I- was a part of it, like if I'd come over to hang out with you, I'd watch what you wanted to watch. Yeah. Oh,
0: but also when we watch Real Housewives of O.C. at your apartment,
1: that's because I had cable, and you didn't. Oh. Huh? I would say, come like, you didn't even have internet, really. Like, come over you have <laughs> internet.
0: Yeah. Come over and watch TV. Can internet? <laughs> All
1: right, well, wrapping this up, let's get to bed. But I have one more question for you.
0: <laughs> OK, what?
1: First, did you have fun tonight? Yeah. OK. Would you want to go on another date night in with me? Yeah. Okay. I'll uh, be in touch.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us on this episode. You can find us at date night in show.com and connect with Catherine on Instagram. She's at Catherine Persinger and I'm at Darren Persinger. It'd be cool if you'd screenshot the show, tag us, put it in your stories so that we know that you're listening It's kind of like you're on a double date with us. And also, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts.